You're listening to the Career Up Now Socially Distanced Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Jay Abraham, who is one of the foremost marketers in the world, who has really shaped and shifted and designed what marketing looks like, both for major corporations and as a, on an individual level for smaller entrepreneurs and medium-sized, actually all entrepreneurs that want to really get their message and their name out there in a creative and dynamic way. So Jay, thank you so much for joining us today. It is my honor and pleasure. And you have told me this needs to be pithy, sinewy, and very tightly focused. So I'm at your beck and call. I love the word choice there. So fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, let's do it. Totally. So could you share with us a little bit about what led you to being you know, the mogul that you are today? It was very accidental. You know, there was a movie called The Accidental Tourist. I'm the accidental marketer or, or business growth expert. I got married the first time I'd been married a couple times, but I got married the first time at a very young age, 18. I had no education. I had two kids when I was 20 and the need of somebody 40 and nobody cared. So I bounced around and was quite the business transient. And I would jump from one industry to another, to another, only doing performance-based compensation where I would only get paid if I produced. And first thing is when you only eat when you earn, you figure out what works and what doesn't, what works better than others. But I would jump, Bradley, from one industry to another, not from one job in an industry to the same industry. And after about, oh, geez, I don't know, six or seven, I made a startling realization that people in one industry, industry A, don't have a clue how people in another industry or industries, industry B, C, D, or E, think, operate, their strategy differences, their business model differences, their selling approach differences, their distribution channel differences, their access vehicle differences. And I was able after about six of these experiences in six different industries to take very basic commonalities from an industry, distill them, combine them together with other commonalities from other industries, turn them into hybrids, then apply them to industries where everybody else in the industry did the same thing the same way, following the herd. And my associations, whether they were clients, employers, partners would go, woo, we did Icy Hot and it grew 20,000%. We did Entrepreneur Magazine and it grew nine or 900 or 1100% in about six or nine months. We did a gold brokerage company and it grew from 300,000 to 20, to 500 million. And, and I started experiencing some rather stunning success and people thought I was brilliant. And it was really, frankly, more that I understood the differential between what I would call funnel vision and tunnel vision. Tunnel is doing the same thing the same way everyone else and just being plus or minus 20 or 30% better or worse. Funnel vision is borrowing success approaches from outside the industry that give you enormous competitive advantage. That's in the very simple terms, that's it. Oh, that's great. I mean, it's, I love the idea that you've synthesized the different industries that you've been able to step foot into in order to become the person you are today. What advice would you provide to a younger, aspiring marketer or entrepreneur? Well, I mean, the thing that I think I am most known for 
and strongest at is understanding how to work on the geometry of a business, that there's as many as 30 huge performance enhancement, profit multiplying factors and forces that most people don't even think about. Most people think about, you know, if you're on Facebook or social media, there's optimization and it's a certain number of things. But we've, you know, over my career, Bradley, I've defined and I think I've known for things like the three way to grow a business model, which is works on the geometry of a business, the power Parthenon of geometric business growth, the nine drivers of exponential business growth, and I go on and on. But there are all these different elements that allow the same effort or less, the same time or less, the same access to a market or less, the same capital expenditure less, the same interaction or less, same advertising or less, to produce many times more result now and residually after your initial. And when that's possible, we have a phrase which is pretty cool. There's no reason to operate your revenue approaches in the incremental zone if, the, if you could instead operate in the exponential zone. And so I try to get everyone to understand how to work on the geometry of the business. And most of the experts out there, they stay focused on a finite number of very similar redundant categories. Here's how to do Facebook. Here's how to do a funnel. Here's how to do this. We concentrate on the totality of the revenue system. So it's very different. I don't know if that's too esoteric or that gives you a little clarity. I think that's great. And you know, this is going to put you on the spot, but many entrepreneurs and others that are really successful have a North Star value that they hold dear. What's one that you particularly helps guide you in your life? I am known for something that is not original to me, but it, I've it evolved it. It's called the strategy of preeminence. And it's about being seen as the most trusted advisor to the market you serve. It's about not allowing people to do what is not in their best interest. It's about every time you interact with anyone, Bradley, making the other side better off because you were in their life, whether it's a minute, uh, you know, a lifetime. It's about falling in love, not with your business or not with your industry or profession, but falling in love with the people your product or service or company affects the buyers the team members, your advisors, and, and looking at the relationships in a much more integrated, purposeful, meaningful way where everyone's on a crusade or a mission for the same outcome and it's the betterment of one another. So it's, it's a pretty cool distinction that I was blessed to be exposed to when I was younger. And it's had a, a definitely, a, it has had a very deep defining role on who, why, what, how I am. It's really beautiful when a value can go both deep and wide in one's life. So my final question for you is a gestalt theory question, that the whole is greater than its individual part. If you were part of a bicycle, what part would you be and why? I would be the gear changer because that's where the leverage is. I love that. It's very simple and clear. So I want to thank you so much for joining us for Career Up Now Socially Distance podcast and wish you tremendous success in all your worthy endeavors. Thank you. And the very same to you. And I think what you're doing is noble and worthy. And I hope this has at least some thoughtful, provocative, reflective value. Thank you very much.